Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, June 2nd, 2023. This is Season 3, Episode 22 of our show. And yeah, there's a lot of twos in there, and that's really the only number you have to think of right now, the number two. The number two. In two days, it will be our second anniversary of this show. Like, never mind everything else. Keep in mind the number two. This is our second anniversary. It was Friday, June 4th, 2021. That was the premiere episode of Math Amusings. I didn't know how many we were going to do. I still don't know how many we're going to do. I just like however many Fridays until the day I am no longer on this earth. Uh, I would say that's a pretty good estimate of how many episodes uh, we're planning to do. It's uh, it's over 100 now. If you listen to that first one, and by the way, they're all available to you. Just, you know, you hit that purple button on your phone or you go to Spotify, Buzzsprout, wherever you're re- listening to this. Well, it's got all the episodes there for you. And uh, you can listen to them all. That first one, like, it's obvious to me as I'm listening to it, it's, it's scripted. Like, it's obvious that I wrote it out and was reading 15 minutes of material. I think uh, now I just like, jot down a couple notes and figure, ah, I'll be able to fill 15 minutes. I, I've done it 100 times already. It's fine. And it's like, I, I obviously put less effort into it. I don't plan out 15 minutes of material. I just, you know, jot down a couple things and then hit the button, uh, which starts it up. It's still fun. Of, of course, it, your hobby, by the way, this is not my regular job. This is just my hobby. So you, you don't want your hobby to be onerous. You want your hobby to be fun. And yeah, that only takes me about 19 minutes of effort per week, like two minutes to set up, the 15 minutes that I do it, and then two minutes to tear down. Like, yeah. It's an enjoyable hobby, and I like listening to all the episodes, um, including ones that I spend a lot of time on, the ones I don't spend a lot of time on, and the ones that I record long in advance. The past two weeks, I've had episodes that I don't think I talked about anything recent, because the, the one from last week was celebrating my grandfather's birthday, and the one before that was celebrating my father's birthday. And, uh, like, I could record those any times. I could tell stories about those two guys any time. So I recorded them long in advance, and I'm sure I didn't mention anything that was useful. This one, well, I'm, I'm a little bit closer on, uh, on the time, and I can, I can tell you some of the things that I've been doing, because you've been wondering, well, what have I been doing? In a word, uh, starting my summer vacation early. Yeah, when you're a teacher and when you got... A kid in school, or however many kids in school you got, like you know that summer vacation is a big deal. Like we're counting on, you know, two hands now that the number of days left in the school year. It's uh, it's single digits now, and uh, I've already got to jump on it. The last two weekends we've been doing summer things already. Two weekends ago we went to Kings Dominion. Now. If you're not from the Mid-Atlantic, you might have no idea what King's Dominion is. It sounds like a theme park, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a theme park. It's like the minor league version of Disney World. 
And every region of the country has its own minor league version of Disney World. Like when I was growing up, it was Enchanted Forest, you know, up in the Adirondacks. You make a pilgrimage up to Enchanted Forest, later taken over by the Water Safari Company. Like how those um, entities joined forces or what Water Safari kind of took over Enchanted Forest. Enchanted Forest was like the old timey amusement park. And then they must have realized that they could make more money with a water park, and they teamed with the uh, water safari folks. Kind of the same thing has happened in King's Dominion. Now it's affiliated with the Soak City uh, water park. And uh, yeah, it's all part of a big corporation, the Cedar Point uh, family of amusement parks. Never mind all that. Super fun experience. Um, As I said, I'm not from around here, so I... uh, I, I didn't know anything about King's Dominion until a few years ago. My wife is from around here. Like, this was her childhood going to King's Dominion. So if you're from around here, I, I don't have to explain to you. Your, your kids have already begged you to go to King's Dominion. That's, that's the thing you do when you're a kid. Mommy, Daddy, can we go to King's Dominion? And then, you know, are we there yet? Are we there yet? It's all the classic lines. So I, I get to go to King's Dominion often. Unfortunately, I go for work. Uh, it's where we take our kids and every school around here takes their kids at the end of the year and like class field trip to uh, King's Dominion. Of course, we do that every year. So I go all the time, but it's always for work. Not, you know, it's fun. It's more fun than a day in the classroom, I guess, but it's a little bit stressful. This, this was fun. This was my first time going as, you know, just the dad in the story and first time uh, that my son is going, like the you know the millionth time my wife is going, but it's still fun. Now she's the mom in the story, and we spent all day at the park and then stayed overnight. I'm not receiving any compensation from King's Dominion or its associated campground nearby. That's like adjacent property. They've got the campground, and uh, now when I say camping, I'm not putting up a tents in the woods. The, the O'Connells. Do not go camping in the woods. Uh, we don't do that. Uh, glamping, if, if you've heard that, uh, poor Monto. It's, uh, it's nothing you're pitching. And, you know, they've got, like, the old-school canvas tents up there. There's room for that. They'll probably give you a plot of land for 10 bucks or something. Or you can park your RV there. Or you can get one of their cabins, which is what we did. Now, I say cabin. Don't think like cabin in the woods. It was, I didn't, never got the square footage of this thing. It was probably as big as my old house. And the thing that I noticed right away, and my son noticed this right away too, four flat screen televisions. Yeah, there were, it's the kind of place that like 10 frat guys rent one of these places for the weekend, or just our little, you know, mommy, daddy, child family. More TVs than people. I was good with that. Yeah, there was, uh, like, usually when you you know you go on vacation as a family and this has been me since since I was the dad in the story and it was my dad and grandfather when I was growing up like you know your family goes to bed the rest of your family goes to bed at like nine o'clock nine thirty maybe ten o'clock on vacation but still like I don't go to bed at ten o'clock and if you're in just one room you're like how do you entertain yourself me it's like well, I remember like my grandfather when I was a kid vacation with him like he would bring a book into the bathroom and like a, a chair and a book or a magazine in the bathroom and like close the door so the light wasn't bothering anybody. And like, yeah, that that's me now 30 years later as well. Except this one, like, no, 
I was able to, you know, watch my own personal television far away from where my wife and son are sleeping and watch the TV at a respectable volume, get, you know, see some NBA action. Now, speaking of respectable volume, this leads into my next story. That was one of the notes, the, the joke about respectable volume. Okay, so I'm going to watch, this is one I wrote down, watch TV at a respectable volume, speaking of respectable volume. So another one of my favorite subjects that harkens back to childhood and still fun for me now, the subject of golf. And it's a respectable level of uh, volume and decorum and such. And what we're doing to combat that these days. Last weekend, this is what I did last weekend, uh, Sterling, Virginia, my adopted hometown, was in the news. We're usually not in the news for anything good. Now, this, this one, it, it's a little bit controversial. If you've followed that LIV golf tour, the LIV golf was in town. And y I'm sure you've seen it before. They usually stylize it with capital letters. You might have said LIV golf or live golf. Or maybe you were able to piece together that that's actually the number 54 in Roman numerals, LIV. And that's kind of the hook, like, you know, 54-hole tournament. And, you know, if you birdied every hole, you'd get a 54 like that. So 54 comes up in golf. It's like the rival league, the, the renegade league to the PGA Tour. And the, the PGA Tour, the, the, uh, the old man tour, they're very staid and proper and, and such. And, and this one, it's, you know, a little bit more uh, family-friendly. There's, there's a little bit more... Uh, excitement to it their tagline is golf but louder and yeah experiencing it they all have uh, i think there was a total of seven events in the united states this year on their you know the, the tour through the the whole world around 2023 there's events literally all over the world i think they're hitting every continent um they've had uh, events in the united states i know they've done in asia and australia and europe um and the Middle East, they've gone everywhere. Last weekend, they were in Sterling, Virginia. And uh, yeah, there, there's music, there's PA announcements. You know, it, it's not obnoxious, though. It, as I said, family-friendly. It's the kind of thing, you know, it's a little bit like, I usually hate these things at minor league ballparks, like the between-innings silliness that you get at minor league games. It was a little bit like that, but it was more tastefully done. And they're, they're combating the dying fan base of golf, like it's dodgy old white man game like that fan base is dying off you've got to make it fun if you want to hook in a younger generation and like yeah put like put it on youtube like encourage people to have out their phones have parachuter guys dropping onto the first fairway like yeah like my son and i are watching like we're about to see the leaders tee off this is saturday on uh on hole one and they've got like the navy seal parachute team coming down landing right on the first fairway before the uh, before the action now that was fun that was cool to see it was interesting but it wasn't the most interesting thing i saw most interesting thing i saw now i will tell you this this event was uh, just like a mile up the road from me and actually it's funny like i was thinking about just walking onto the course like i could have easily walked from my house but they, uh, they encourage people to take their shuttle bus, and it, and it was, objectively speaking, like pretty efficient and organized and everything. Like The place where I met the shuttle bus was actually in the wrong direction. Like I had to go a couple miles like to 
the mall, Dulles Town Center Mall, like in the wrong direction to pick up the shuttle bus to pass my house again to go to the course. But anyway, it did make it more interesting. So uh, my son and I are like, oh, you know, by the way, if they say, you know, the leaders tee off at one o'clock, but the gates open at 10 a.m., here's the Michael O'Connell method for attending sporting events. Get there the second they open the doors. Like you want to be there early. If it's hours before you're actually going to see action, yes, that's how you do it. Get there the second they open the doors. And you're like watching the guys warm up and like, you know, hey, there's Phil Mickelson, you know, doing some chip shots. And there's, you know, Sergio Garcia hitting some drives. Like, that's fun. And then, you know, you you see like officials and everything driving by in golf carts. And then I see like a row of 20 golf carts go by the practice range. Like, oh, that's that's interesting. And like guys in suits jogging next to the golf cars. And like, wait a minute, this is, wait a minute. That, that old man in one of the carts with the uh, bushy blonde hair and the red baseball cap? I know that guy. Didn't he used to be the president? Yeah. And it's like, here's Donald Trump going by. Now, <laughs> it's not that random. I mean, he, he does own the course. It's uh, Trump National, one of his courses, the one his the D.C. version of his uh, string of golf courses. And and LIV golf, I mean, that's right up his alley. I mean, he, I just knowing what I know about the president, regardless of how you feel about him, like that he's like thumbing the nose, his nose at the PGA, like thumbing his nose at the establishment. Like this is right on brand for him. So yeah, Mike, what'd you do last weekend? Oh, you know, I was just watching golf with the president. Yeah, that's, that's what we did. Like King's Dominion was fun, but the following weekend I, I got to watch golf with the president. And, you know, they, uh, and a part of me was like, when I see that go by, I'm like, is that really him? It's like, yeah, I guess. I'm like, he's not the kind of person, again, from what I understand, who, who would like send an imposter. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's him. All right. And then, you know, they whisk him off to like the private area. By the way, there was like levels of ticketing, like at all these things. It's because there's huge prize money involved in this, a lot of corporate sponsors and such. And uh, it was like, you know, I bought the base level tickets just to walk in the door, but there was like, gold level, platinum level, multi-platinum level. If you want to drop like, you know, five figures to watch these tournaments, like, yeah, you probably could have sat with Trump. But anyway, I enjoyed it anyway, walking the, uh, walking the fairways with the, uh, with the masses. And uh, have enjoyed sharing stories and celebrating this second anniversary of Math Amusings. Hope you've enjoyed it as well. And you can hear all the old episodes. And I hope you tune in every Friday to hear more Math and Musings. If that's not enough for you, to get some more Math and Musings, well, you can head to MikeOConnellJr.com, and I'll see you next Friday.